The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hello there. I am Ted of Loxley, Robin Hood's older, bolder, and not-so-well-known brother. But I will now attempt to shoot this apple off the top of Frank the Sound Guy's head. So here we go. Oh, oh boy, that was not supposed to happen. So today on The Revolution, Jim and Trav are giddy with archery excitement. And if it ain't bow hunting gear, tips, or destinations, they don't want to talk about it. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now, here's Jim and Trav. All right, so we are bow hunting on today's show. Uh, we want We're to doing this, a lot though. of things, Trav. Mrs. Bunny is here. It's bring your baby to work day. It's bring your baby <laughs> And your baby is our baby. Yes. Nursing. Sucking on a binky. Playing. He's sucking on, a, on something, but it's not a binky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kid has a rub. Imagine this is a family show. <laughs> we could take him. If we were in Jimbo's blind or something, we could take him out. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Put the heater on. You could warm the milk up. You know, though, he would be great when you're uh, predator hunting, coyote hunting. Yeah, the sound. The distressed baby crying. You know, they're bringing all the coyotes. That's brought a good me idea. over here. The I, distressed baby. I've never heard of that. That's a new call. The distressed baby call. All right, so archery hunting, that's what we're talking about. I'm pretty excited we're going to be joined by a solo hunter himself, old uh, Remy Warren. Got to check him out Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Also, at Justin Czar with bowhunting.com. They are the authority when it comes to bow hunting. And that's about, a great website. Uh, David Holder as well. Eric Holder's older brother. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, raised, Later, brother, anyhow. <laughs> raised hunting, uh, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about? Uh, running over deer with airplanes. That's a good idea. All right, so Mrs. Bunny's bow hunting adventures, they're brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny's bow hunting adventures are brought to you by Nissan. I got to do this, though, first. Uh-oh. I wish that I had Jimmy's shirt. <laughs> I wish that I had Jimmy's shoes. <laughs> what can I Wardrobe like that. <laughs> wow. You are welcome. Uh, you know, not, not everybody gets their own um, cover of yeah. such an awesome 80s song. You know how much promotion you get from us? You never do anything like that for Bunny and I. You're practically a celebrity. Really? Hey, speaking of being a celebrity, check us out. OutdoorShowsNetwork.com. Yeah. Anyways, new stuff there. <laughs> All right, so Mrs. Bunny. Hey, what's, here, the, what's this new uh, like thing we got going? We're on Pinterest, too. Pinterest, yeah, maybe. Yes. Yes, Pinterest. Okay, Bunny says yes. We got a lot of stuff going on here at the uh, the old network. Maybe we'll get on MySpace one day. (laughs) 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 All right, so uh, Mrs. Bunny, tell us about your bow hunting adventures and and your baby. Not that this is really bow hunting related, but I saw a report and I just couldn't help but mention it to you. So uh, this time of year, especially deer are out in troves, you know, on the roads and things like that. You have to be really aware of them. However... 
airplanes. Big issue with airplanes running into deer. On, really? Especially about 12,000 feet. Uh, on, the tar- on the tarmac. So from 1990 to 2013, there have been 1,088 collisions oh, wow. between really? planes, deer, elk, moose, and caribou. And That'll carib- leave a mark. And caribou. I said caribou. You, caribou. You're thinking about caribou and bow hunting. I was. I really I'm was. I'm going to go caribouing this weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> most of the planes, I mean, a deer might be the smallest of all of those animals, but it, it still is enough to total a plane. So the vast majority of these, um, the planes suffered pretty serious damage. Um, one person has been killed. 29 of those have been injured. And um, So like the plane actually crashes when they hit them? Yeah. Well, really? it messes them up enough. You know, propellers on the front, you know, it messes that stuff yeah, up. Yeah, messes up Can the Can you imagine sure. that? You survive the whole flight. But when you land, you hit a deer on the tarmac. <laughs> yeah. Well, so imagine the luck in that. Population of deer has risen a lot. You know, three hundred fifty thousand in nineteen hundred to more than twenty eight million in two thousand ten. They have caused counted forty four million dollars in aircraft damage. Forty four million in aircraft oh. damage. Two hundred thirty eight thousand flying hours have been lost over the past twenty four. That's years. why I had to wait the last exactly. Time. And thirty percent of the collisions occurred during October November rut season. You know, maybe. Season. Uh, airports yeah. need to hire hunters during the hunting seasons well, to get rid of them. It's yeah. funny because since 9-11, a lot of airports, especially the bigger ones, have put up tall barbed wire fences all the way around the perimeter that keep deer out. But, you know, they if they don't put them up high enough, they can get around or through. And it's been proven that they can get through holes and fences only eight inches wide. Really? Yeah. He's skinny like me. Yeah. And so... <laughs> <laughs> So they, a lot of airports, the bigger ones, have hired sharpshooters to manage the airways and make sure that there's no, um, uh, nothing on the airways. You know, you you hear things about geese and things all the time in the air and causing problems, but uh, deer now. That's amazing. It is. You're, you're nursing babies being loud. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Our nursing Who cares? Kids having lunch. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So aerospeed versus speed of sound. Well, quickly, if you're hoping to have luck this fall, come to me because I'm a master bow hunter. You are. Uh, so aerospeed versus the speed of are sound. Are you like one of those people that can actually shoot it with your toes because you're nursing a baby with the other arms? So, you, you would know. not believe what I can do. What you can do with your toes. Yeah, exactly. She can braid the girl's hair <laughs> with her toes. It's She's brushed my teeth before with her. She actually puts the toothpaste on her big toe. You gotta stop. <laughs> you gotta stop that. Alright, so okay. uh, speed versus sound. Okay, so if you're hoping to um, be successful bow hunting this fall, here's something to think about. If you're taking a shot at 40 yards and your, av- and your arrow is traveling at 280 feet per second, it's going to take your arrow four tenths of a second to get to your intended target. Okay, mm-hmm. so from here to your deer. Now, the speed of sound Travels at 1,126 feet per second. Okay, so you take that at 40 yards as well. It only takes one tenth of a second for the sound of your bow. So your sound gets there before the arrow does. Yeah. That's why they jump the string. If you have a deer who um, is really aware, they have three tenths of a second to jump or react before that arrow gets there, which isn't very long, but uh, a lot of people have a problem with with animals jumping the string. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, so it's very... Yeah, so it's very much a possibility. So think about that. It's not like you can stop the sound, but let's just hope that you can find uh, a slower deer than all the rest. Yeah, what I do is I just yell loud when I shoot. What I think, though, (laughs) seriously, I've never had... A deer jump the string when it was under 40 yards. Oh. You know, usually for me, like when I'm shot a deer, when it's over that 40 yards, when you get to like 60, you know, let's say they duck down a little bit, you know, you hit them kind of high or, or something like that. Um, still a good shot placement. Maybe they didn't go down as quickly, but I think, especially for jump the string, because if you bow hunt, you've had an animal do that. Uh, just try to get closer.
Yeah. Because obviously you're never going to be able to beat that. That is one. There is never going to be a bow that travels at 1,200 feet per second. Fred Bear could do it. You know what I say? What's that? I wish that I had Jimmy's shirt. <laughs> I wish that I had Jimmy's shoes. <laughs> Where can I find a wardrobe like that? <laughs> we are bow hunting with you Bunny and I's such great props, baby, today. We yes. are bow hunting. Remember the uh, wounded baby call? What did I say? The distressed baby call. The distressed baby call. Pick <laughs> it up. Available on OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be putting it on Facebook. All right, so <laughs> I want to get you a break. Can, I got to hear how you get that uh, sound. <laughs> Take the uh, booby out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, all right, so coming up after the break, we're going to have Remy Warren on, and he's with Solo Hunter. you got to check him out Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Also going to hear from David Holder with Raised Hunting on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. And how about uh, Justin Czar with uh, Bowhunting.com? Going to be telling us great guy all about bowhunting. Also, Mrs. Bunny, you're going to be joining us later, and so will Elijah. Yes. Miho. Elijah Boone. Elijah, Elijah Boone for Mijo. Mijo. We call him Mijo Badijo. It's Seriously. true. You, right. you guys are wild with your nickname. Gotta yeah. get to a break. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, Lucky Buck, Extreme Beam, and Remington. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Master P's right here. I call him Cutie. All right, so uh, here's Mark. Gotta get to a break. Remy Warren, he's coming up next. Smarter with Outdoor Channel. The energy you get out of a compound bow is proportional to what you put in, and today's bows are better because they are more efficient, meaning they give back a higher proportion. The downside, however, is that a faster bow is generally harder to draw, and some of the things that make it fast can also make it harder to shoot. Now, stay consistent and in the 10 ring with expert advice from seasoned pros at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, and we'll return in a moment. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. Gun Stories, hosted by Joe Montaigne. We go behind the barrel with historians, shooters, and experts. A riveting journey through the history of firearms. These are the three finest American shotguns ever made. Clint Eastwood's got this gun. I gotta have one. Midway USA's Gun Stories, Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern. Meet the gun that almost won the West. On Outdoor Channel. When you're hunting dangerous game, trouble can sneak up on you from any angle. Well, in the gun cabinet, rust and corrosion can do the same to your guns, and you won't know it until it's too late. Over time, gun care products break down and lose their ability to prevent rust. To protect your equipment, Remington Gun Care reminds you to inspect and clean your guns twice a year, even in climate-controlled environments. Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. The Nissan Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261-horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out, the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one, but the Frontier does have the first-in-class Utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game. Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Even scarier when you see their picture. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com Here are the boys. 
archery hunting, and we're back. Yeah, as a matter of fact, before the break, we uh, heard from Miss Bunny. She told us a lot of different facts about archery hunting. You don't remember a thing she said. I do not. I, I'm kind of <laughs> excited. Just now being joined by Jared Leto, and he is the uh, lead singer. 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, Jared, how you doing, man? I've been pretty good. We've been uh, having an incredible tour. Uh, the shows have been absolutely phenomenal. It's great to be out with Lincoln Park and AFI and, you know, uh, a really, really successful tour all the way around. We're not actually interviewing Jared Leto. I uh, thought it was cool, though. <laughs> you never even heard of the band. No. Uh, we are <laughs> He's just playing along. Just now being joined by Remy Warren, and uh, he is the co-host of Solo Hunter there on Outdoor Channel. Check it out. Uh, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's what you got to do. Remy, seriously, though, you look exactly... Like uh, uh, Jared Leto, man. You ever heard that? Yeah, I get that about once a week. Do you really? You seriously? <laughs> yeah, you I do? Think for Halloween, I'm gonna wear that white tuxedo and carry around an Emmy. Uh, if I wasn't hunting, not Halloween. Who do you so do? I was like, oh my god, that's got one of their like related. You were like twins separated at birth, is what you were. <laughs> I've heard that once or twice. All righty, all right, so. Dang it. Yeah, that'd be original. Yeah. All right, so uh, we, no. we're talking about archery hunting. And so one thing I want to talk about with you is this whole battle for speed, Remy. Okay? It seems like we're, we're going faster and faster and faster. Yep. There, there's only so fast you can go, okay? And it gets to the point where it's unmanageable um, and it's not productive anymore. What do you Correct. think? The, the fight for speed or keeping it manageable? What is more important? My thing, everything for me for bows is about hunting. And for that, in my opinion, speed actually is the enemy. In Are you some, really? In some instances. Yeah, because here's the thing. It's, it's almost becoming, uh, when you shoot your boat, you, you can't see where you hit that deer because your arrow is going so fast. Yeah. That to me is unethical, and you don't know how to follow up or proceed after that. I mean, there's been times where, like I've been guiding or hunting myself and I, I shoot an arrow and I have no clue where it hit that animal, if it even hit, if it missed. I mean, it makes it really tough. So now people have to use things like lighted knocks, which, you know, Pope and Young doesn't really recognize because of an electronic device and, and I don't hunt with any electronic devices on my bow. Um, so, you know, you come to this thing like, is 20 feet per second really going to make a difference when it's still subsonic? You know, if it's going slower than the speed of sound, the animal's still going to hear things. It's still going to react. It's still going to have time. And, you know, and then the other factor is it's a lot noisier. The arrow's louder. So I've actually seen where I've gone out and hunted with my recurve after shooting a fast bow. And it's like, wow, I can see the arrow. It's quiet. And the animals seem to be not jumping the string as much. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I've noticed that uh, over the years, as, as Travis mentioned, the, the speed's getting faster and faster and faster. But the thing is, the arrow technology has to stay with that because when you get that much spring, uh, you get a lot of flex in that arrow, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I've noticed too, I've been having trouble, you know, sometimes with these faster bows, getting arrows to stabilize, you know, I'll go up with heavier arrows, but for hunting aspects, I mean, is 20 feet per second really going to make a difference in the long run? No, probably not. You know, people have killed animals with slower bows forever and they seem to be effective. You know, the, the drawback for me is not being able to see that arrow because it's going too fast. 
And I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah, once again, talk to you with uh, Remy Warren. Check him out, Solo Hunter, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. It's amazing when you look at the specs of some of these bows, you know. It's like uh, 399 feet per second. It weighs two ounces. You know, what is this, a freaking rocket ship? We're going to the moon? I mean, all these advances. You know, there, there's only so much you can do, Remy, um, with a bow. I mean, there, there's not like they can jump it up. I know they say eventually we're going to get to that 400 feet uh, per second mark. But as you're pointing out, what's the purpose in all of this? Yeah, I mean, maybe for uh, competition target shooting. But, you know, then you're, you, you've also got a smaller, a tighter pin gap. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's maybe for hunting a lot of guys go, well, I only need one pin for out to 40 yards and it only drops X amount of inches. But for me, I mean, you know, I'm used to hunting with pins. It's it's not uh, it's not a problem. So I don't know if it's more of a, a target aspect or just needing to come out with something new and great and and whatever. I mean, bows got shorter and shorter and shorter, and I have always been the opposite. I like a longer bow because I like the way that the string doesn't come off at a, such a steep angle. So. You know, I've always shot a bigger, slower bow and preferred it. And that maybe that's just personal preference, but uh, I bet you, you start seeing a lot more companies making bigger, slower bows in the future. You bet. Again, we're talking with Remy Warren. Of course, he has a program called Solo Hunter. It's uh, Friday evenings at 7 o'clock on Outdoor Channel. Now, do you guys, I mean, you get out there, okay? You're all alone. It's like the naked and afraid. Have you ever found yourself, Remy, naked and afraid in the woods? <laughs> that was Tuesday uh, night. Yeah, actually, one time, antelope hunt. It was so hot, I pretty much had to hunt in my underwear. So, <laughs> now, so what, we'll just keep that between us. <laughs> what, what was the purpose? What made you want to uh, create this show? Off. Yeah, take your clothes off, antelope hunting. <laughs> no, what made you want to uh, make this style of show? To kind of go against the grain, uh, obviously, you felt as though something was lacking in traditional outdoor television and so you wanted to portray it and it's you know it's true as fashion i'm guessing um but what what really made you want to do this uh you know there's a there's a lot of things i mean the challenge of it i think and i always thought i bet people would like to see this because when i go out hunting i am generally alone for the fact that i like to hike a long ways i hike pretty fast um I like to do things on my own and nobody ever gets to see that. So here's a way where people can see what I do when I'm out there and uh, be able to share that. And I think that's pretty cool. You ever uh, forget to hit record? Um, I have once. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> not my sh- most shining moment, but you know, things happen. And, I, and that's the thing about Archer. I think people realize like, yeah, you got a lot going on. The worst part is, when I've got multiple cameras and forget to hit record on both. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Now, uh, once again, Remy Warren, Solo Hunter, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, where can we find you online, buddy, to find out more about Solo Hunter, to possibly get some tips, see where you're going to be going, check out some uh, up-and-coming episodes? Uh, where can we find you online, Remy? Yeah, you can either find me on social media, at Remy Warren, or uh, you can check out our Solo Hunter website, solohuntertv.com. You bet. Hey, that was Remy Warren. He has Solo Hunter on Outdoor Channels, Fridays at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Got to check him out. Also, he's going to be touring 30 seconds to Mars. Wow. I'm I'm not going to let that joke die. I'm just not going (laughs) to let it. I know it's not brand new. Anyways, big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings, uh, Extreme Beam, Cabela's, Remington, and Lucky Buck. Got to get to a break. Here is a quick word for Mark, Big Daddy Mark. Uh, Remy, thank you so much, buddy. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Justin Czar, and of course he has, uh, what is it? Bowhunting.com. That's it. We're talking about archery hunting.
Yeah, there you go. show. All right, so here's Mark. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Nissan and the freedom of release. If you trip your release trigger with the tip of an extended index finger, quit it. Because this tends to make you slap at the thing. Instead, shorten your release aid so that at full draw, you are able to curl your index finger around the trigger at about the middle joint. This makes it easier to squeeze the trigger smoothly and with better control. Want more archery dish and a place to chat? OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com is where you'll find it. That's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. An Outdoor Channel original series. My name is Louis Tuminaro. I grew up on Long Island. I learned everything there is to know about guns from my pop. There comes a time when every man has to realize their dream. Mine, buying and selling guns out west. So I moved my family, including pops, from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Montana. I'm here for the love of guns. I'm bringing New York with me. An Outdoor Channel original series. The Gunfather. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. High Mountain Seasonings makes wild game that much better when you add High Mountain Seasonings brines, rubs, shakers, marinades, dips, and seasoning kits. Yum! Order your favorites at HIMTNJerky.com today. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle combines features of the Ruger American Rifle and innovations of the 1022 Rimfire Rifle to appeal to all bolt-action enthusiasts. It features a modular stock system that provides comb height options for scope or iron sight use. A power bedding integral bedding block system for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger. And a 1022 style rotary magazine for reliable feeding. The Ruger American Rimfire Rifle. Another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Jim and Trev are smelly men, but they have a kick outdoor show. They're always fun and bunnies hot. And lots of pros talk a lot. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. What about that solo guy? I ride solo. <laughs> right? All right, so we are Archer. What? Go ride her. Now, come on. All right, so we are Archery heading on today's show. Uh-huh. Love Archery Hunt is what I do. Um, So who are we being joined by here? Hey, we're going to be joined by uh, Justin Czar, right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Feel so welcome. Justin Czar, he is with uh, bowhunting.com. Justin, see this? I wrote it on my hand. There you go. <laughs> Palms are all sweaty. You feeling okay, buddy? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Now, you know, it's crazy. With all the, the, the newfangled advents in bow hunting, Fred Bear would be a, a little lost, and so with his uh, feathered fedora these days. <laughs> but, I mean, what what the first bow hunting season actually took place, I think it was in Wisconsin, like 1934. Uh, man, you're correct, yeah. Things have changed so much, uh, really in such short time, if you compare it to... Uh, rifle hunting or musket hunting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the, the advances in technology, especially over the last, say, two decades or so, have been pretty impressive. But, you know, despite all that technology, you know, when it comes to bow hunting, you know, the name of the game is still getting as close to your quarry as possible. You know, that really hasn't changed. You know, some of that technology does allow us to reach out there a little bit farther than before, 
but you know most of your shots are still happening at 20 yards or less so you got to get in close to them yeah so you know you could get out there and, and get with the best uh, matthews or maybe Botech bow but the old fred uh, bear recurve still does a nice job absolutely i uh, actually just ate dinner with someone this weekend who has killed a, a pile of big deer uh, 100% with a recurve bow. He's killed a lot more big deer than I have, and he's using nothing but a stick and string. So that's all it really takes to get it done, if you know what you're doing. I thought you were about to say you just had dinner with Fred Bear. I was like, oh, my God, dude, you <laughs> he, are what a guy. <laughs> now, he may give Fred a run for his money with the amount of uh, you know big animals he's killed around the world with his recurve. Uh, but, you know, like I said, you know, the name of the game when you're bow hunting whether you're using a recurve, a longbow, or a compound, or, or even a crossbow, is still getting as close as you can. You know, and that's what really intrigues a lot of us, you know, who are bow hunters. That really is, uh, that's where the bread and butter is, man, getting as close as you can. Yeah, once again, talking with uh, Justin Zarr with bowhunting.com. They are the authority uh, in all things bow hunting. But I, I'm so glad you, you brought up about the name of the game is getting close. Because like we're talking with all the newfangled gadgets and these lightweight bows that pretty much float in the air, um, what it boils down to is you're still going to suck. If you don't try to improve your skills, if you don't practice, if you don't work harder at your scouting, getting closer, it doesn't matter what you buy. It's not going to make you a better hunter. And that's what you were alluding to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when it comes to bow hunting, I've always looked at it as kind of two separate pieces. You've got the archery piece, which is, you know, your technical proficiency with your gear. And then you've got the hunting piece. And that hunting piece to me has always been the most important. You know, being able to scout, read sign. Uh, know where to set up, know when uh, to hunt certain areas. I mean, that to me has always been more important than the actual gear that you're using. Uh, the gear side of things is, is sometimes more fun for people. Uh, they can do it year-round. They can shoot their bows. They can go out to the local 3D course or their local archery shop and hang out. And they like to talk shop. They like to buy new bows and arrows and try new things. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it all comes down to hunting. That's why it's called bow hunting, right? We're hunters. We're out in the field. And that, that proficiency and that skill of being a hunter really trumps anything you can do on the technical side of archery. Yeah, actually, as I'm walking down through the woods, I have to remind myself, I'm bow hunting, I'm bow hunting, I'm bow hunting. Now, in reading uh, some things about you, Justin, um, mm -hmm. you actually cut your teeth in a bow shop. Your dad had a bow shop, and so you hung around a lot of the old guys, and yep. you were recruited from that. Now, we've, yeah. had a, we've had a movie come out called The Hunter's Game. The Hunger Games, the, hung Hunger the Hunters Games, game. yeah. <laughs> and it was close enough. We knew we knew what you're talking yeah. about. But the thing is, we we saw a little surge in uh, participation with the younger folks. Is that recruitment still going on? It is. Um, you know, like you said, it was a bit of a surge when that first movie came out. I wouldn't even say it's a bit of a surge. It was a pretty huge surge. I mean, you talk to any of your local bow shops or any of the archery trade associations, and they'll tell you there was a massive influx of of kids who had never been exposed, not necessarily to hunting, but to archery, which then for a lot of them, you know, leads them into hunting. Uh, but definitely a huge influx. You're seeing, uh, you know, a big uptick in the amount of kids that are flooding into these bow and archery shops that want to just pick up a bow and shoot, which is a great thing for the archery industry as a whole. And like I said, that kind of trickles down into bow hunting. But yeah, when it comes to me, man, I spent, uh, I spent a lot of my younger years hanging out in my dad's bow shop. He actually, uh, worked kind of the second shift in the bow shop. So when I got off of school, I was there from 4 o'clock to 10 o'clock at night hanging oh. out with all the, the locals that like to come in and, and talk shop and, and chat about bow hunting. So 
I've been around it pretty much uh, since I can remember. Now, yeah. you being, uh, sorry, Jimbo, somewhat of a purist when it comes to bow hunting. You work for bowhunting.com. Your dad owned a shop. I mean, this is your life, man. You couldn't do anything. Else. How did you, how do you feel about crossbow hunting? Do you, uh, do you feel indifferent about it? Don't really care? You know, for me personally, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm indifferent about it. Uh, you know, I encourage everybody to pick up a weapon, regardless of what it is, and go out and enjoy hunting. Yeah. You know, we all do it for our own individual reasons. I personally prefer to use a compound bow, but if somebody else doesn't have as much time as I have, maybe to practice and become proficient with their equipment, or they just want to get out in the field and they happen to have a crossbow or that's what they're into, you know, I don't feel like it's my right to limit what they should be able to do when they go out in the woods and ultimately enjoy nature and enjoy hunting the same way that I do. It really doesn't affect me because nobody's forcing me to use a crossbow. I can still use whatever I want. Uh, so if my neighbor wants to go out with a crossbow and shoot a deer, you know, absolutely more power to him. I'm uh, 100% in support of, of you know, anybody going out into the woods and, and hunting by any means, legal means that they can. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Justin Zarr, and he has, and actually he's with... Uh, bowhunting.com. They're dating is what they are. <laughs> All right, so we want to give a shout-out to Outdoor Channel Nissan Ruger, High Mountain Seasonings. How about Cabela's, Lucky Buck, Extreme Beam, Remington. One of these days, I'm going to get really good at that. Uh-huh. All right, so we're talking about archery hunting. Coming up after break, we're going to be joined by David Holder. David Holder, you got to check him out. Raised Hunting, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Here's a word from Mark. Uh, anyways, Justin, you're a good guy. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks, guys. Here's Mark, David Holder, coming up next. Outdoor channel on battlefield preparation. Eyeing the shaft all the way to the target through the sight pin bracket during practice sessions promotes better follow-through and keeps you from dropping your bow arm. And a friendly gamble helps teach you to calm your nerves while at full draw. So bet a quarter per arrow with your buddies and let the smack talk flow freely. So make the revolution a part of everyday life. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. It's proven to cure insomnia. Stranded, trapped, hopeless, adrift. She's looking at me, realizing my husband can die. The greatest survival stories of our time. I knew that I was in bad shape. I was just barreling down the glacier. What would you do when your worst nightmare becomes reality? If this didn't work, I had nothing I could do to help him. Fight to survive. And I would watch him die. An Outdoor Channel original series. Fight to survive. Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. For LED flash lights with brighter tighter beams that see farther and run longer you want extreme beam the passion to outperform go to www.extremebeam.com remington gun care products they last longer and clean deeper giving you better accuracy a smoother action and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots trusted by the world's top armorers remington gun care look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using lucky buck mineral dump a bucket of lucky buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it the sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close lucky buck mineral grow bigger bucks or get your money back maps charts harvest statistics detailed hunt stories and 1,000 photos all packed into colorado's biggest bucks and bulls buy it today by calling 719-661-4037 
Oh, cool. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is now on Pinterest. Wow, that's awesome. What's Pinterest? I have no idea. Pin your favorite stuff to Pinterest. Whatever the hell that means. Now, back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Have you ever met anybody named Remy? No, nah, and I don't think I want to either. No. Uh, <laughs> Remy Warren, he wasn't before the break. No, it was Solo Hunter. He was checking him out. I was thinking about that. Uh, uh, Friday, 7 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Kind of an interesting Outdoor name. Outdoor Channel. Yeah, Remy. I've never heard that name. No, me either. No? Hey, hey who we got coming up next? Uh, before the break, though, oh, we cool. heard from Justin Zarr with bowhunting.com. Just now being joined uh, by David Holder with Raised Hunting Saturdays. At, uh, let's see, it looks like uh, Saturday's at 11 o'clock. No, actually, 11.30 Eastern Time. There you go. <laughs> so glad I left that up to you. I was raised hunting. You were. I was. I was born to knee high to a duck. Uh huh. All right. So, uh, David, how's it going, buddy? It's going great, guys. Good to be here again talking with you guys. It's always fun. So, yeah. Now, you guys joined what the Outdoor Channel family? It was early this year. What, like uh, May, June, something like that? Yep. June was when we started. We just completed our first, uh, you know, series of thirteen shows, and the repeats are out now. So. Looking forward to closing up this year in uh, December. See how we did. Uh, man, the, the the flood of emails and social media, uh, people just seem to really. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned raised hunting because that's what most of our comments are. I don't know if they come from our show or just the name itself. They come to our social media and say, "Hey, this is me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Well, yeah. it really resonates with people, you know. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, I uh, I started off hunting when I was five, and I was back in uh, the old age of uh, wagon wheels. And, when he uh, was gathering <laughs> saplings to make Noah's Ark. Yeah. Um, he started hunting, David. Now, this is uh, you and your wife and your two boys, okay? And, and, and basically, they were following you guys and showing what an outdoors family does, what an outdoors family is. You're, you're, you're showing that bond. that It's just not about hunting. It's the whole lifestyle it's the mentality it's hunting as a whole this is what the show is actually about correct you're you're absolutely dead on the market you know and, and the way we like to look at it it's a, it's a hunting show that's not about us hunting it's a hunting show that portrays everyone and and that was you know we felt like that was a missing element out there to reach out to we, we want to reach farther than just the hunters though we want to reach everyone that it, that enjoys the outdoors especially those that really don't uh, care whether hunting exists or not. If we can show them what it means to all of us that do hunt, maybe we'll preserve the hunting heritage for another hundred years. Yeah, well, actually, you know, that that does come across on the screen. But the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of, uh, there's at least two generations here that uh, that are out hunting. And when you're outfitting uh, like your boys, which is different than you, how did you go about saying, hey, I think we ought to get this for you, big guy? You know, I, I guess, I mean, just like what you were talking about a, a little bit ago, we, we started with um, when the boys were very young, um, you know, and, and they've been in backpacks with me. We have footage of those guys, uh, I want to say two years old. That's when I can recall Warren shooting for the first time with a bow and arrow, but oh, actually wow. in a backpack at four or five months. Yeah, uh, and, and then once we, you know, we, once they start getting older and then they get the bug that they want to actually be the one hunting, then you, you know, you got to start looking at how to get them incorporated. And, uh, I just, I've always taken them with me and, and I, I will say this, you have to adjust as a hunter. I'm a hardcore hunter, or at least I like to think that I am, but I'm getting older. Um, <laughs> but, but when you go with the kids, you can't do that. You know, you, you, you gotta just keep the ladder a little shorter if you're hunting in a tree stand. 
um, and doing what you can to make it fun for them all the time. Yeah. Actually, when you're carrying those kids in a backpack, it gives a whole new meaning. Uh, we need to change your diaper. Yeah. <laughs> you know it for sure. It can, <laughs> it can get so, messy. I uh, want to mention yeah. a raised hunting Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned your, your son at uh, two years old. You can recall him uh, shooting his first bow, practicing, just messing around. OK, you know, I'm a rifle hunter and I'm a bow hunter. We're talking about bow hunting on today's show. You don't get that kind of instant gratification uh, like you do with a rifle with a bow. You know, you have to get closer, work a little harder. This is my own opinion because uh, I can shoot a deer. I'm pretty comfortable at 500 yards uh, with a rifle. You have to get a lot closer than that with a bow. What drew you to this lifestyle, the bow hunting lifestyle, wanting to teach your children uh, the same morals, the same ethics, the same drive you have, uh, pursuit for being a better bow hunter? Uh, what is it about bow hunting that you truly love, David? You know, it, it, it's very simple for me. It's that, it's that closeness. Really, um, it, it's not only the closeness with the animal, which is what I'm referring to, but it, but then you don't even realize the closeness that it is with your kid. Yeah, um, you're sitting motionless, you know, and and trying not to let a deer hear you breathe or blink um, because it's five or six yards away and you still can't get a shot. Uh, th- those are the most memorable hunts. I can, I'll, I'll be completely honest, are the ones that get so close, but yet you still don't get them, you know, and. Uh, so I guess that for me, I, I'm not any good at it, but I love to play chess. I like to, <laughs> to do things, you know, and so, uh, in, in hunting, bow hunting seems to be very similar. You know, each time you got to make a little different move, they make a move. And then how are we going to figure this out and who's going to win? And like I said, I, I'm not any better at deer hunting. I don't think that I am at chess. I just love <laughs> to play the game and, and thought this would be something that my kids would enjoy. It, you, without a doubt, it can be frustrating for them at times, especially when they're young and you talk about uh, them shooting and no instant gratification. And in this day and age, we pick up the phone, we want to get a hold of someone right now. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, my, my wife will tell you her favorite things are to watch a deer blink. Well, you just don't get to see that with a rifle typically or a shotgun. You know, oh, no. they show up at 100 yards and you shoot and it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and with bow hunting, man, you can have that, you know, you'll have times when that heart rate is racing and then you think it's over because they're 50 yards away, but behind some brush and you kind of sink and then it comes right back when they turn your way. So those are the, and, and, and I would love to think that I do a good job of encapsulating what that really feels like. Uh, I think our shows do a better job. Um, I would, you know, just if you've ever hunted, if you've ever fished, that feeling of when you finally think it's all coming together. That's what that's what Ray's Hunting is trying to portray, like I said, so we can reach out to those people that maybe have never tried it and go, you know, this does look like something I might do. You bet. Yeah, you bet. I want, once again, I want to mention Ray's Hunting, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, David, to find out more about you guys, Facebook, Twitter, I'm sure you're on Instagram, stuff like that, your website, where can we find you online, buddy? You can find us at all those. Uh, Facebook, uh, Ray's Hunting on Facebook, Ray's Hunting on Instagram, Ray's Hunting. We have a YouTube page. You name it. You can't miss it. Just type in Ray's Hunting. You bet. Hey, that was David Holder. And, of course, he has Ray'sHunting.com. Got to hop online. Check him out. Such a great uh, guy and family. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Extreme Beam, Cabela's, Remington, and Lucky Buck. Here's Mr. P. Don't go anywhere. More show is to come. Mr. David, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. No, thank you. You guys do a terrific job. I also want to give a big shout out for you guys. I, I've never met two people that enjoy their job as much as you guys. And 
the honey public sure appreciates you, and so do we. Yeah, hey, coming up next, we've got Miss Bunny for the second time, and Miho's with her, too. Don't go anywhere. More archery talk right after this. Nissan and the setup. When you find Red Hot Buck Sign, it's tempting to hang your stand right over it, but don't. Instead, figure out the direction from which deer will approach and take 12 to 20 steps to the side. That puts you downwind or crosswind. How far depends on how confident you are in your shooting. And this gets you out of the deer's line of sight and gives you a flatter shot angle at a deer that's more apt to be broadside. Well, do you like to fraternize? We sure do. So join us at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. End of story. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. The Revolution with Jim and Travis everywhere. OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Check it out. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. See, we had David Holder before the break, and this is true. You're here, Mrs. Bunny. Yeah. Like, all four of our children were conceived during hunting seasons, weren't they? I kid you not, yes. <laughs> Just happens that way. Yeah. It's kind of like would know. people have turkey at Thanksgiving. We're not going to we say cuddle, what you have. <laughs> We cuddle during hunting seasons. All right, so bow hunting on today's show. It That's is, a lot of personal information. It's really it? cold here during bow season. <laughs> <laughs> Take blankets. Yeah. All right, so uh, keeping your broadheads razor sharp. It's important, especially when you're not. I mean, you don't want to have a doll broadhead. You know, are they are they actually really sharp coming out of the package? Oh, Most, yeah. 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 Cut okay. your finger off, Travis. Yeah. Tra- Travis cut himself before on broadheads. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. No, they're really sharp. All right. So what can we do, Mrs. Bunny, to... Uh, Keep them sharp. Well, rust is one, like one of the biggest things that dulls uh, a razor. You know, there's a lot of factors that can dull it. You know, using it over and over and never sharpening or getting a new one. However, rust is really um, takes a toll on them. So if it's um, humid where you hunt, or if you've had rain and your broadheads are wet, and you put them in your quiver and they just sit there, they marinate in that moisture and it rusts. So in order to keep them from rusting, take a sharpie. And take your uh, broadhead or your uh, yeah your broadhead out and run the sharpie and coat it along this the edge of the uh, broadhead where the razor is. Really, and that will keep it from rusting. I don't know why. Don't ask me. 
I'm not going to tell you. It. it does. It coats it and it protects it from rust and it you, will not rust then. You would think the Sharpie on metal would just wipe off. Yeah, you would think so. But, you know, uh, I would suppose that if you reuse your broadhead, so you shoot a deer and you oh. reuse it, you got to get that blood off in there because I would think that that would be something that would also not yeah. only tarnish it, but, uh, you know, cause a, a dullness. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, quick tip. That shirt has tarnished your reputation, <laughs> just so you know. All right, so I'm not as sharp as I used to be. Technology makes everything better, okay? And when you can shoot a bow, that's awesome. But when you can put a bullet on the end of your arrow, you have got something. That's going to be epic. This now, is, there's actually a company that makes this, right? Yeah, this is... Who abs- the heck would that be? It's absolutely amazing. There's a company out of, out of Louisiana called Race and Back, R-A-C-E, uh, com race and back. It's called the Bow Mag, right? Yeah, and this product is called the Bow Mag. So the Bow Mag, um, thirty eight or three fifty seven arrowhead. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a thirty eight or three fifty seven arrowhead. It's um, forty bucks um, for six of them. You simply add your own cartridge to the arrowhead, twist to lock the casing threads, and then shoot your regular arrow or crossbow bolt. And when that hits the target. Bam. So, does this actually work? So, if you go on Sportsman Guide, it has 16 reviews, um, and some people are really loving it. Here is um, what someone's put. They put, I shot one from my Barnett Ghost 400 with a 357 mag, in it at a coyote at a close range in my backyard. Somehow, I hit it in the head. There were so many pieces <laughs> on my lawn. Oh, my God. I had to get my rear bagging lawnmower to clean up my yard. Oh, really? So, it actually does work. Yeah. A new now, personal defense item. But yes. Think about it. Okay, you only get six of these, correct? Right. And they're how much? 40 bucks. 40 bucks. You use them once because even if you miss, whatever it hits, it's going to go off. Right. Holy crap. So you don't want to shoot a whole bunch. I mean, this is really kind of a... I think that... Just a fun... Yeah, like like a one-time experience. If you're willing to go out and blow 40 bucks, let's try it, you know? So, uh, somebody, 40 bucks plus the ammo. Yeah, someone put, these are so cool, I always wanted tips for my arrows that could blow up the outhouse like Bo and Luke Duke. <laughs> I don't think these will do it. I don't think these will do that, but they have. They will make it hard on game, they said. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, it says, uh, if you're worried about safety, it's designed with safety in mind, ensuring that rounds will not fire until they hit your intended target. I don't know how they build in that safety feature. I yeah. do not know. Go to raceandback.com and maybe you can figure it out. Well, I'm sure the propulsion of it how flying you through the air. Arrow is what well, you know, know, with it flying through the air and then when you know when it hits that charge yeah. uh, upon impact, it's got to set it off. But I would be afraid if you dropped it then. Maybe it didn't have enough propulsion though. Just by dropping it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to check it out. Either way, it's kind of cool. I, I, you you kind of wonder, like, down the road if this will ever be a legal form of hunting. Yeah, because I don't. you couldn't use it during rifle season or um, a bow season. You might be able to use it during rifle season because it requires a uh, But the then cartridge. again, it, it takes away from the whole, you're really not bow hunting. I mean, you're bow hunting, but, but you're not. No, the other thing is you're, you, you, you buy the arrowhead, the point, if you will, Gotta be uh, heavy. 120 or 100 um, grain. Grain. You put a bullet on there, you just upped it up to maximum weight. How You'd do have you, to lob it more than shoot it. How do you it. target practice? You're going to be blowing crap up from here <laughs> to next week. Target practice is going to be expensive. It's going to be, be like fun, shooting but. your 470. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, man. At least you don't have the kick. <laughs> yeah, $13 a round for the 470. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, so we are bow hunting on today's show. I'm excited about this. You going to do any bow hunting this year, Jimmy? I probably with you. I will really round the deer up. Get around them up. Yeah, I'll load your your when is arrows. <laughs> when is the last time you bow hunted? Uh, you want to count today? No, I'm being serious. Oh, uh, at least twenty years. Really? Maybe more. How come you got out of it? 
I don't have a bow. All right, so we're coming up on an ad break talking about bow hunting on today's show. That's Looks like you're going to use my blind. Yeah. <laughs> we're not having any are more you, kids. You're going to have a pet. We're going to start yeah. hunting separately. Yeah. Is what we're going to do. All right, so I got to get to a break. I'm excited. I love bow hunting. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love everyone. Oh, you got you anyways. All right, so get into a break. Big thank you to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Ruger, High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, Extreme Beam, Lucky Buck, and Remington. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. The close is coming up next. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, though. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Jim and Trav. Also, OutdoorShowsNetwork.com. Yeah, also, Adventures of Dad and Me. There you go. All right, got to get to a break. We'll return in just a minute. is believing with Outdoor Channel. Most bow shots at mature whitetail bucks happen during the first or final ticks of daylight when sight pins dim and your peep sight seems to shrink. So devote some practice time to the opening and closing minutes of legal light in your area to prep for this crunch time in low light. Well, the show is ending, but that doesn't mean that the fun has to. So let's head back to our place on the corner of OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com and amazing, what do you say? Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. We are starting out our season with a bag. For Lee and Tiffany, it was love at first shot. I'm sitting here admiring Lee's big bull. Wait all year for this hunt. Big bull. Now they're a match made in outdoor heaven. I've been practicing my elk calling. Oh, no. <laughs> We're about ready to put a big buck in the truck. Besides a big buck, what else do you need? Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Sunday nights at 730 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. The hunting is going to be good. Make all your hunting camp meals tasty treats when you bring along High Mountain Seasonings. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for all that is delicious. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trev. Remy Warren does look like Jared Leto, the guy from 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Yeah, he said he gets that all the time. Really? Highlight of the show today? Miho. Hmm. No, definitely. Right, what a great kid. David Holder, he's pretty cool too. Justin Zar, Elijah Boone Ferguson, Mrs. Bonnie. You're all great guests. Yeah, and my shirt. No, that wasn't. <laughs> Very distracting. Big, who would you like to say a big thank you to? Hey, we want to thank our 430 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Elijah Boone, Frank the Sound Guy, and our producer, Mark Paneri. There you go. All right, get outdoors this week and take some kids with you, even if they are breastfeeding. Uh, they will enjoy the outdoors. They Don't might let them not. get too far from you. That's got to be healthy. Like the most healthiest thing, breastfeeding while you're outdoors. The fresh air, mama's milk. Anyway, <laughs> Mrs. Bunny, you're cool. Thank you very much. All right, Jesus loves you. I uh, got to get to a break. Make sure you tune in next week. Once you've said that, you've said it all. Yeah. All right. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 